friend hi friend welcome back to the friend podcast um i'm your co-host sarah i'm your co-host sabrina and today we're going to talk about books we were entered our reading era in covid during covid and now we're kind of like sometimes it's our only character trait i feel like oh yeah so we're excited to break into all of our book icks the things we like the things we don't all the things that I don't know just all the book things but first in typical i don't know format of this podcast we have to do our hyperfixation, our favorite and our hot take of the week sabrina why don't you start us off with your hyperfixation of the week okay my hyperfixation, since this is the book episode is iron flame or fourth wing in general the empyrean series by um why did i forget her name rebecca That's saros rebecca rebecca yaros oh yaros yeah oh so good beautiful Um, amazing ironically not ironically book related but not intentional yeah my hyperfixation is book talk because i feel like i go in and out of book talk i can't figure out how to get on sabrina's on book talk for sure i can't figure out how to get on like consistent book talk where i'm consistently getting good recs and stuff so Mm. i always have to look up book talk and then i feel like i get a lot of the same stuff that like i have already seen yeah every video is like the same recommendations yeah so i've been just i don't know book content booktubers book i really like there's some booktubers that i really like that i'll shout out here destiny oh just destiny sidwell sarah caroli Haley fam i feel like everybody watched Haley well, fam yeah um they're kind of like the 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 what is it the holy trinity holy trinity of booktubers and i love them have you seen the silent book reviews no oh my gosh you need to join that on tiktok it's the best it's literally people put up like a book in front of them in front of the camera and they're they silent react to it they're like oh that's cool it's so good okay i should try that all right next is favorite of the week mine is very random i did one of the quintessential female activities of deep diving on tiktok one night (laughs) and um i've been having some skin issues not issues i've i feel like i haven't been doing enough to like get rid of my acne scars Mm -hmm. because i don't know i just haven't really cared but then i feel like sometimes they're like very like it's all i can look at you know and other times i'm like oh it's not that bad so i went on my skin brightening journey and i'm on all sorts of like vitamin C serum, niacinamide, all that. But the ordinary makes azelaic acid, which is a super like the only way I can describe it is like a very bouncy like lotion. Mm, like it's jelly like rubbery. Kind of? okay. Yeah. Um and I put it on in the morning before I put on SPF. And it's just so like my skin has never been honestly, I haven't seen a huge I've seen a huge difference in the evening, but not really like the big one scars. Like the big scars I feel like are still there. But the evening I feel like it's helped with and it's very like my skin feels very moist Mm. like it's very soft it's not bumpy okay so that's my and it's very i don't really remember how much it was but the ordinary tends to be pretty reasonable yeah pretty affordable yeah um let's see it was eleven dollars that's pretty good for yeah yeah, 
for like a for like a solid acid that's just that my favorite i feel like is a little strange i had a hard time thinking about favorites because i don't really like stray away from my comfort things um but yesterday we went to athleta athleta and i haven't even worn it once but just trying it on i just know it's going to be a favorite soon enough um and it's i guess they're new flare pant ultra the elation elation ultra Ultra flare Flare. they look like bell bottoms think like laney wilson yes bell bottoms amazing and the flare flares like that's why they name it ultra it's much bigger than the usual flare. i feel like we've always i think last season when the flare leggings came back sabrina and i really went on like an a flare legging deep dive (laughs) of like all the flare leggings that we liked um lululemon consistently ranked in the bottom it's so bad the groove pant it's not it gives straight pant yeah (laughs) especially if you have bigger legs it's not i'm sure if you were like a size one yeah it does nothing for you but the athleta athleta sorry is it athleta it's i say athleta everyone else is athleta Mm -hmm. athleta elation flare pants just the normal ones are pretty good the my biggest flare leggings are the airy ones oh yeah um but i don't like the material of them they're very cheap Stretchy, spandex kind, of. kind yeah. of yeah um these are like comparable to a lion i would say or similar oh i would say the, they the elation from athleta feel like a lines and the groove pants from um lulu feel cheap yep they're like half ply tissue yeah could be a hot take it is a, it might be a hot take but you know but athleta is not one of those athlete athletic athletic brands that are like is cheaper than lululemon it's like the same price no, it's the same yeah they're just more transparent about <laughs> their price and they also have sales yeah like real sales and since it's a, it's a gap company if you have a account you get rewards mm-hmm. so i always have money like to spend there and i'm an insider at lululemon and i don't get sh- i don't get jack shit you know i have yet to um get into athleta leggings i haven't yet found the right one to wear so i feel like lululemon's still better for yeah that, lululemon's but. still the best in the legging game yeah however i do feel like the quality is not yeah. always that great really depends on the legging i feel like they pill a lot but i also i don't know that's true um hot take yours is first oh really i haven't picked mine yet oh okay because mine actually relates to what we were just talking about your favorite so i feel like so my hot take is that raw dogging your leggings is a heinous activity (laughs) yep and sabrina and i talk about it a lot listen without shouting any of you out there's a lot of people in my personal life who don't wear underwear with leggings i commend you for your service (laughs) um i also don't understand why it's yeah it's really gross i mean first of all you're not really supposed to re to wash your leggings every time you wear them yeah that's not good for the leggings not good for the leggings but you would if you had cooter juice in them yep i also don't understand these people that think like underwear are so uncomfortable like it's not Just i don't get the feel right my pair. underwear right now me neither i also feel i find it more comfort- everyone's like oh air out your vagina i air out my vagina just not when they were in their leggings also that's not airing out your vagina your 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 vagina is no more aired out yeah because there's still fabric there it's It's just heinous everything about it i mean i've seen i you know who i'm talking about 
people who do that and then like you can see visible visible stains in between their legs because yeah. your vagina's not dry your vagina creates secretes things yeah your vagina you pee right it's not always 100 percent dry mm-hmm. i just cannot understand i i don't get it also everybody knows or everybody should know that like cotton is the best fabric to wear down there yeah you don't want to be wearing any i don't know like if you're going to be wearing athletic leggings like spandex with no underwear you're you're inviting all sorts of infection unless you're washing your stuff on like hot yeah are you killing cooter germs that are in your pants right you're not also you know how your underwear sometimes like bleached a little bit Mm -hmm. like where your butthole is or whatever Mm -hmm. is that just happening to your pants (gasps) no i guess it wouldn't go up there unless you well it's nothing there though is also the other thing that i don't understand fart directly into your pants i guess there's so many things about (laughs) it that i just can't understand yeah yeah it's really just it seems like a low level of protection from yes. other things also if you're going on vacation comfort. and you're wearing and you're bringing you're going in for seven days does that mean i'm bringing <gasps> seven pairs of leggings i guess so mm. that's a lot of space right. yeah I mean, you could take like 50 underwear for like way less space right i don't really get yeah <laughs> guys just go find the right pair of underwear it yeah. won't hurt you <laughs> i have been wearing underwear my whole life every day and not one regret yeah. my cooter's been fine she's mm-hmm. she's told me she's happy <laughs> you called her <laughs> i just don't think like i have a um someone in my life wow very hard not to name drop who's like oh well i wear leggings when i'm trapped like well i'll wear underwear if i'm traveling like on an airplane what and i'm like so what's the difference between me sitting in your passenger seat in your car on top of whatever juices your leggings left versus like an airplane seat oh my god i never thought about that and now i'm grossed out it's like that thing about like how you touch 15 dicks a day because <gasps> men never wash their hands. How many yeah. cooters do you sit on? Because women are wearing no underwear. I can't. I'm never leaving the house again. Yeah, it's icky. And there's way too many women that do this. And that's my hot take. Literally, every time I'm like, oh, that girl definitely wears underwear. They reveal to me that they don't. <laughs> and I just... Ick. Ick. <laughs> People who don't wear that with jeans, too. I've done that before out of necessity. Like, I didn't have... Yeah, but isn't that just rubbing? Pair. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not fun. Just wear your the underwear, scene? guys. Mm-mm. Take the time to find a good quality underwear that you like and buy them. Might I recommend... Which are the ones that I like? Tommy John. They're Airy. expensive, but they're cotton. And they're very oh, yeah. comfy. $45 for three pairs. So it's definitely, like, an investment. Yeah. But invest in your vagina yeah airy also has great underwear for not that much mm-hmm. i think it's like seven for 27 mm-hmm. that's my hot take love that hot Thanks take for coming um uh, my hot take uh since we're talking about athleta a little bit of athletics like working out in general anyone who subscribes to the idea that strength training makes you too big or too bulky with muscles i think is just a fool or lacks fitness education so i don't have a lot to add to that hot take (laughs) um but i get it because i think like strength training doesn't mean let me be a bodybuilder no i want to be strong i want to my i don't want my back to lock up every time i stand up Mm -hmm. just like strengthening your body does not mean becoming 
mega muscled. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Yeah. That's like a pretty, that's like a mild, that's like a medium take. I wouldn't feel like that's hot. It's not it hot. It depends on what community you're in, I guess. Yeah. I think just most of the time that that opinion comes from people that claim that they're into fitness and that's why it bothers me. Oh, yeah. So like people in my life, like friends and stuff who are like, oh, yeah, I don't strength train. That's that's not for me. I'm, I don't want to get bulky. Like what? <laughs> but like you are not you can do it to the point of not getting bulky. Yeah. Most of the time you're not going to get bulky unless you're like eating like the rock like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like eating like 10 eggs a day. That's disgusting. Doesn't he eat them raw too or something? I think crazy? so. Yeah. Michael Phelps' diet, that's wild. I have never He eats heard. like seven like ten thousand calories a day or something. <gasps> My God. I and feel like that's look, wrong. Michael Phelps, does he look bulky to you? No. Besides in the shoulder, maybe? <laughs> Michael Phelps eats twelve thousand calories a day. Wow. He eats fruit, coffee, large bowl of oatmeal, big ham and cheese omelet. Lunch, he'll eat a meatball sub. Yeah, he eats 12,000 calories. So, like, my guy just goes to McDonald's, probably. <laughs> See? And he is not bulky. He's not a bodybuilder. He's a swimmer. Yeah. He eats He eats a lot. I but he burns it all. Yeah. Strength is important. Because his whole life is essentially just one big ball of cardio. Mm-hmm. I think it, it stems a lot from, like, our parents who are like, oh, you're going to look like a man. At least my mom oh you're gonna look like a man that's kind of like a specifically andrea like my mom would never say that to me your mom wouldn't but i feel like a lot of women oh yeah yeah. you know were brought up my like the 60s my demure white mother would never yeah my mom is the one who like i showed up in an outdoor voices dress over the summer green exercise dress with literal boob sweat under my Mm -hmm. boobs and she was like oh my gosh that dress sarah (laughs) is just so flattering on you i was like literally die it's like 100 degrees outside your mom is a different she's different she's the exception yeah my mom thinks that everybody not everybody my mom thinks that i'm just like the most amazing thing that she's ever seen in her whole life which you know i am (laughs) pop off (laughs) the whole the classic like daddy's girl i feel like my mom inherited that trait for like oh yeah yeah the like my daughter's perfect thing mm-hmm. definitely I my dad that. does not think that <laughs> but my mom for sure so today like i mentioned we're gonna just do some reading chats about books and things and junk like that and stuff <laughs> we're gonna talk about what we're currently reading all that i think like i'll just do interview style i don't know yeah go ahead um so what are you currently reading you kind of mentioned it earlier. Yeah, my it's the same as my hyperfixation. Iron Flame, it came out November 7th, and I'm 92% through it. Love it. I feel like, honestly, that's for some people, that's like, you should have been done already. I should have been done. I just, I've been savoring it, and I like savoring it. I read multiple books at a time in multiple different platforms. I'm a commuter to college. I work in D.C., etc so i always have an audiobook mm-hmm. right now though i'm actually reading my physical book and my audiobook are the same i'm reading akatar yes she is um sabrina got super into akatar at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and she was like read it read it read it and i was like no like there Simply was no <laughs> yeah the last episode i talked about it it was like yeah. a mental block that i couldn't get through mm-hmm. what happened i don't know <laughs> i think i went back to sc- i like uh was i no but for the for the two weeks when i was talking about not being into it i wasn't commuting remember so the way that i got into it was actually reading the audiobook listen to the audiobook while i was driving Mm -hmm. um 
for the first couple page just chapters to just like get me hooked yeah. and then after that i was like in it mm-hmm. so yeah books do wonders when you can't get into something it really helps yeah like because someone's reading it to you and they're like doing character voices I'm yeah. like yeah they're reading it's with engaging. fluency it's they're engaged it's literally yeah. their job to make it engaging yeah and it's engaging <laughs> so i'm reading akatar almost halfway through Yes. i feel like i started like a week ago yeah you so i'm flying it once you got into it yeah um i'm so excited but i mean honestly Feyre pisses me off as i've yeah. mentioned i guess that's not really a spoiler no Feyre i just feel like me off too. i feel like there's just someone that she should open her heart and mind to yeah just a thought i had and then on my Kindle, I'm reading... I always read a crappy book on my Kindle because I have Kindle Unlimited. Mm-hmm. And I love Kindle Unlimited because you know what puts... Nothing just erases the shittiness of the day than smut. True. So every night before bed, I have a book on my Kindle and it's just smut. It's like no no substance, just sex. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. There's some substance. I don't... Okay, I don't like smut that's just pure sex the whole time. Yeah, that doesn't seem fun. It's not fun. And those books, I always give, like, a two point... Like, a two... Like, two stars. I need character traits. I need build up. Mm, I need... Plot. Yeah, I need plot. So, I'm reading Mistakes Were Made. It's a lesbian romance. Ooh. I wouldn't rank it, like... It's smutty, but not in the sense that it's graphic. Okay. There's just a lot of it. Oh, okay. But it's not, like graphic it is graphic but not as graphic as like i don't know if anyone's read birthday girl but that (laughs) that's graphic i'd say this is like she slid her hand down my pants but she's not like explaining every adjective with adjectives you know oh yeah it's more just like this is what happened so that's what i'm reading my kindle (laughs) um i actually we talk about that later never mind what is your some of your fa- your favorite genre or some of your favorite genres? Um, my favorite genre as of right now it's is, a genre. It's a genre is romanticy slash fantasy. I feel like I haven't really gotten into pure fantasy yet. I feel like you've really been only scratching the surface with fantasy for sure. Yeah, only scratching the surface. But so far, like I, that's all I think about is I want to read more and more and more romanticy books but out there. Crantasy, Crescent City kind of tripped you up a little. Crescent City is hard, and I looked it up. A lot of people struggle with it. Even people that read, like, high fantasy books, they really struggle with that book. So I think it's just it's just one of those books. I wonder if that sneeze just picked up. Alex just sneezed. <laughs> um, <laughs> he sneezed again. I don't have an office with a door is a fun fact about me. So we record in um, public spaces, mm-hmm. which is normally fine. I always heard the recording in the closet is good. You but know how hot we would get? That. Yeah. We could we record in my closet, maybe. Even then. There's, like, pretty small closets in this house, I feel like. Yeah, they're... Yeah, yours I feel like is the, the biggest, if anything. Yeah. Um, That was a tangent. My favorite genre when I first started reading was 100% romance. Like, yeah, that's all I read. Never straight away. And I think, like, what happened w- to me is what happens to a lot of uh, romance readers is, like... There's not really a whole lot of um, variety in the way in the format of a fantasy book or what romance book. Romance books have the same plot: girl meets boy, mm-hmm. flirt around, putz around, candid <laughs> event, break up, get back together at the end. Yeah, and it's like 
I can predict that with my eyes closed every mm-hmm. time. However, the book I'm reading right now, Mistakes Were Made, is a romance, and I'm 80% into it, and there hasn't been, like, the climax. Oh, interesting. That's weird, right? Is there other stuff going on? There's, like, looming things, but I don't really see how she's going to... There's going to be a climax, and then it's going to end happily huh. all within the next 20%. And I'm I'm probably more than 80% along because it's on a Kindle. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. That used to be my favorite Colleen Hoover girly for life back then. <laughs> um, now I know this is such a broad genre. 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 Um, but I just love what's, oh God. What like I'm literary fiction? Literary fiction. Yeah. I and I love that it's such a broad. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like, that's too broad. I don't care. Especially when it has a little, little bit of romance in it. Yeah. And I went through my historical fiction era earlier yeah. this year. And I loved it. Lessons in Chemistry was my book of the year last year. Um, that's historical fiction. I read this book called The Kitchen Front that I loved. It was about uh, World War II ration cooking and stuff. Mm. Um, highly recommend that on audio. So I feel like, I don't know, literary fiction. It's my vibe. <laughs> um, I don't think I like high fantasy because just being halfway through Akatar, like this is kind of like yeah and that's enough. low yeah that's like enough for me yeah well i wouldn't say maybe maybe mid i like when they have mildly human like mm-hmm. attributes i'm not going from like my oompa loompa era oompa loompa era um books that got us back into reading back in 2020 you know i think i told you you should get back into reading i was like you should read this book yes it was float Float, float plan. plan yeah that did it i have a bu- <laughs> i have a video of archie humping your arm while you're trying to read that book <laughs> um honestly so the book that got me back into reading was actually a trilogy crazy rich asians by kevin oh, kwan yeah. my mom my mom i'm adopted from china and my mom has always just wanted me to embrace my culture um not in a weird way it's just like who she is. she's mm-hmm. a historian mm-hmm. if so like it's not weird but um she was like she i read that my mom loves the book review the woman reads like no other yeah like nobody else i know mm-hmm. not only is she a fast reader she's prolific yes so she was like i read this book in the book i read this review in the book review about this book called crazy rich asians and i think you should read it she wasn't lying like <laughs> all three books that's the first like so sabrina knows i'm now vehemently almost exclude like almost exclusively against sequels yes unless it's like a series like akatar mm-hmm. sequel i feel like it's different than series i agree crazy rich asians doesn't have sequels i think it's a trilogy like yeah you don't get the full story in one book mm-hmm. i don't like books that could just be one book like a lot of romance authors do that like they're the next book is like the best friend and getting mm-hmm. it's like no but it's a story in and of itself yeah yeah just be different so the books that got me back into reading was crazy rich agents after that i mean it really took off for me i read after that i read like when life gives you little lemons that was yeah. a great book that was actually written by my nanny mom's friend and then kevin kwan came out with um sex and vanity which was another great mm-hmm. book he writes great books he has another one coming out next spring i already pre-ordered it mm-hmm. um but that's the book that got me back into reading for sure yeah the book that got me back into reading is flow plan because you suggested i read it and i was very into it 
Um, that book is written by Trish Dollar, who I'd never heard of before. And she um, was recommended to me by Heather. Heather? Which is the channel Bookables oh. on YouTube. She's like a mom YouTuber. Or no, she's a booktuber, but it is mom. Mm-hmm. She's a mom. So she reads a lot of like that stuff. Um, and I love that book. It's technically a romance. Yeah. It is a but romance. it was very sad. It's a good romance. It's it's like um it's that kind of romance that like romance is not the primary thing in the book. Yeah, it's cold it's closed door. So there's no like I think there's one mildly spicy scene in the whole thing. Yeah. Um That's and true. yeah. I wouldn't say and it's it's got a lot of depth. Yes. It's not like when you first suggested I read like this romance book i was like oh i don't know if romance is for me but then i read that one i really liked it yeah it was really it was a top tier book and i recommend anybody so this she wrote a second book that i just hated (laughs) and it was a sequel of one of the characters is it that cabin one yeah yeah it just it wasn't good (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't freaky fresh it wasn't it wasn't giving what it needed to give. Listen, it was our... That was my beginner book. So, like, you know, can't always expect it to be amazing. Yeah. First go. Um, What's it called? I don't know. The Sweet Spot. Oh, yes. Nothing sweet about it. <laughs> um, We're going to unpack some of our book icks. Oh, I have too many. Sabrina has a lot. I don't have as many. So you should go first. Um, My book icks are more about what the content of the book. Sabrina has book icks that are, like, about books in general have both yeah i don't have both okay um my one of my biggest book icks is the mentioning of social media or real world oh yeah things like don't tell me that you were scrolling through instagram in bed don't tell me that you like posted a tiktok in a book it just it takes something away from your literature it's not escapism anymore no yeah it's weird i don't like it um I all these hot takes about romance books that people have like people hate the pregnancy trope love the pregnancy trope people don't like boys like guys best friend love it I don't really see that I feel like romance has a lot of icks um but one ick that everybody has that's not just in romance it's in most books is this like I held I let go of a breath I didn't know I was holding oh like Ew. immediately when I read that I've docked half a star yeah that is because something about it it's just written poorly yeah it's just like why <laughs> like why you couldn't think of something else yeah like it's really a lot of phrases that is like sprinkled here and there that does it for me you know that it's like yeah that one for example is like oh another one closely related to that um very prevalent in lease on love oh was the whole like i'm a girl boss i know I'm a, like, girl bossing, like, literally in the book, it would be, like, girl bossing engaged. Like, yeah. what the heck is that? <laughs> what in the diddly darn tootin' heck is that? <laughs> diddly darn. Well, wasn't that also the same book that she was, like, hey, bitches. Yeah. To, like, her friend group. Ew. <laughs> no. Nobody talks like that. That just gives author that doesn't know how to have friends. Yeah. Loki. Those are my top three. Wow. Yeah, those are good ones. Um... Uh, I have too many. I'm going to have to pick and choose. But number one, Sarah already knows this, is <sighs> I hate when people break the spine 
like whatever she just wants to like make it look like she never on touched purpose. it not even that but like she, sarah does it on purpose in front of me to bother me like she flips and dips the whole spine and it's cracked it's entirely cracked why would you want your book to look like that so it opens fully it can no you can make it open fully i showed her how to do it properly and she was like no because it wasn't as bendy as it is when the spine is broken that's not true you should you should see my other Akatar books. Aka War, that is like one of the biggest ones. Maybe you don't bendy. want it. Maybe you don't want to give me your books then because I'll bend them all. I will not be giving you. Actually, I do because I don't care about those ones. I, I'm not a collector, so I don't really care. Sabrina does not collect books, which I think is interesting. Like, I went to go buy the second Akatar book because she wanted to keep the second one. But then she was like, I'll give you all these other ones. And I was like, so you're just going to separate. You just want these two. You don't want the other three. I'm not going to reread it. I don't reread either, but I like to have them. Yeah, see, I just... It's like a souvenir or something I've done. Yeah, I get that. I'm just not a collector. I don't like stuff. Though quite uh, quite literally, if I read a book that I don't like, it immediately goes straight somewhere else. Yeah. I think I gave Lisa on love away immediately. Good. I should be gone. We had a book club, if anyone was curious, and there was nothing but misses <laughs> in that book club for six months straight. Um, Another ick of mine is when characters in a book don't communicate and that's like the whole plot oh my gosh that's literally so many books so many romance books yeah and it's like they literally the entire problem is like they don't they don't talk to each other it's always just like and i just wouldn't tell him because he'd never get it like girl just open your mouth like (laughs) literally like what am i reading i'm just reading this girl's inner thoughts and she could totally just fix it in two pages if she opens up yeah and they just they just won't yeah it bothers the heck out of me um and then raunchy smut when the book is mostly fluffy like you can't go from like cutesy to slow burn it took so long to like fingering immediately I disagree oh no <laughs> give me give me the smut give me give me a give me it all but i mean like fluffy like where you don't see the set the sensu like the 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 tension you don't see the tension the whole time. That that gets... I get that. Yeah. If, if you just jump from zero to a hundred, it's kind of jarring. That is kind of jarring. I'll admit that. And then my last one, and I think you'll understand this one, is fantasy terminology can be so icky at times. Yeah. S- Sarah was like... Sarah was well, reading... Sprouts. <laughs> Not sprouts. Sarah was reading Akatar the other day, and she was like, ooh, he said mate. Yeah, I don't like that word. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Mate is very weird. Yeah, like, my go- my guy goes, it was a mating gift. Yeah. <laughs> if I, who just says something like that? <laughs> like, that's not, that's icky. It happens so much in fantasy. And what was, oof. what was the thing, this the, the creature that I thought was a soot sprite? Cereal. Yeah, a cereal. Um, <laughs> in the, in the, in the Hayao Miyazaki movie, My Friend Totoro, there's soot sprouts. Oh. So when I was reading it, I couldn't surreal like no yeah. they're such sprites <laughs> okay and they will be so whenever i just go to an akatar conversation i'm like oh those soot sprites everyone I'm will be like show what? you a picture of a surreal and you won't be thinking the same anymore um i just have you seen that tiktok of maybe not of like when you're reading a fantasy book and it's like um glartham and bob and i yeah like every name is so weird it's just not necessary yeah I'm reading Crescent City right now as well. Uh, well, I put it on pause for Iron Flame. But one thing they say... In- Immediately when Iron Flame comes out, she's like, oh, <laughs> no, take a break. Yeah. One thing they say in that book all the time that 
bothers me. Instead of saying just God, they have multiple gods. And so every word you would say God in, they put God. So like God's. Thank God's. Yeah, thank God's or God's damned. <laughs> Instead of God damned. It's awful. Uh, yeah, that's annoying. Um, Books we hated. So I feel like we can't just say all the books we hated because that's too many. So maybe we should just do like top three most hated books. Okay. Please go ahead. Um, my top, and a lot of people will hate me for this, is The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Yeah. I did not get the hype. I thought it was boring. A lot of people were like, it's so beautiful. It's so tragic and gorgeous. It's like a poetry. It was boring. <laughs> just, I just, I don't understand how people love it. And like the whole tragedy love part of it was so obvious. It wasn't entertaining because you knew exactly what was going to happen. Wasn't it a retelling? It is a, re- a, a Greek mythology. I could be wrong. I don't know. But I think it's a Greek mythology retelling. Yeah. And like, I I can do retellings if it's done right. But that's literally just like telling the story. And yeah. writing it supposedly beautifully. I didn't get it. And my other one is The Alchemist. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm Brazilian. I've been hearing about this book all my life because the author is Brazilian. And... Everybody's like, it's it's amazing. He's a great author. Blah blah blah. I read it. Where? <laughs> I read it, and it just. It, I think the story is interesting for sure. Alex loved it, and for the time, I think it's like very fitting and interesting that an author would write about this. But it's it's just so it's trying too hard to be deep, like way too hard. Okay. Every other sentence is trying to be deep, and that just goes straight through my brain. Okay, that's fair respect yeah and then my last one is such a fun age by kylie reed oh my gosh i that book was given to me by my cousin yeah and it was just like sitting there and i was like sabrina you should read this <laughs> yeah because at that point I, I wasn't interested in romance she was like try this oh my god <laughs> i hated it it's just so tr- woke so woke i can't do like trying to be woke yeah it's not escapism we like escapism we do like escapism not to say we're not versed in like what's going on in the world just like yeah why do i need to read about it yeah and like this whole the whole thing was like it's a black nanny who works for this um this white family and the white mom becomes like obsessed with her um and like wants her to be around the family all the time and then the nanny like starts to realize just how crazy this woman is and wants to get out essentially and when she tried to get out she like called the police on her and like made it a whole like you're trying to take my child away type thing whatever i get it it's an interesting story but it just didn't it it was too woke it was talking about racism at all the wrong points when really it's just a crazy white woman you know yeah similar to little fires everywhere um my first is the great gatsby yes um my mother is obsessed with it she has a first edition copy don't try to rob her (laughs) she thinks it's a literary masterpiece my fiance thinks it's a literary masterpiece i just trying to figure out if i read the same book yeah because what the what the heck what the heck it wasn't good at all. Finish it. it was so bad. I rated it one star when in reality should have been zero. <laughs> yeah. 
Number two, One True Loves mm. by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Talk about one that doesn't communicate. Yeah. <laughs> the book was awful. The movie was Hallmark level hilarious. <laughs> uh, the plot actually does sound interesting, fairly interesting. Yeah. Yet nothing about the book is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was this whole, like... <laughs> As Miranda Priestley would say in The Devil Wears Prada, not fabulous yet. <laughs> It was a whole lot of which one do I pick and like there's an obvious choice like what are you even doing? <laughs> yeah. She did pick the one that I wanted though. Right. But still. And then my last one was Lease on Love by Fallon Ballard. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> Yikes. So bad. Um that's the Hey bitches. <laughs> Girl bossing engaged. Ew. It was just like you own a plant shop yeah girl (laughs) yeah she had nothing going for her truly uh yeah that's my last one books that oh wait let's just do okay yeah books that surprised us i was Mm -hmm. this relates back to my little stint in historical fiction i feel like Mm -hmm. because i historical fiction who but then all of a sudden i was like lessons in chemistry kitchen front which was about world war ii like I was in there. Where the crawdad sings. That's historical, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think that the thing that used to get me about historical fiction that's not true is that historical fiction is not... Um, Wars. It doesn't have to be, yeah, like civil war and like slavery. It can be like someone living in that time. Yeah. And I think that that's what I missed. And like Lessons in Chemistry was set in like what, 1960s, 1950s? 50s, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's like not that long ago. No. So it doesn't have to be like you can write a historical fiction book about 2000. <gasps> Don't say that. <laughs> it's true. But it's historical. Um I think it just has to I think that the qualification for a historical fiction book is that it has to relate to a time period and stake true to the stereotypes and things happening in the time. Yes. So that's the what surprised me. The lessons in chemistry. Lessons in chemistry. And the kitchen front, both 10 out of 10. 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10. It should be 10 stars. We, we do 5. Just change the whole thing. Um, but I would do 10. I feel like I could give a book a 7, and it would be different than giving a book a 2. Yes, for sure. Um, the book that surprised me was Under the Whispering Door by TJ Klune. It's also one of my favorite books. Um, Surprise that surprised you. I feel like you were literally got from the jump. Not really. I, I was... I literally picked it up at Barnes and Noble, have never heard of it. It was just there, read the back, sounded interesting. And then I read the first chapter and I was hooked. I just didn't expect to like, I thought it was interesting and I wanted to like branch off, not read all like these popular book talk books. This was after the song of Achilles. I wanted to cry. I just needed a good book. Um, and yeah, I didn't expect to like it and I liked it immediately. She, like, you sell that book so hard. Yeah. And it's not, by the end of the first chapter, I was, I was got. She literally talked about it all the time. I did read one of his books. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Which is a hot take for her. Yeah. It is. I, I understand that it's a hit or miss for people. Um, going off about hits or miss for people. Hits or misses for people. English. <laughs> Sabrina and I are kindle and physical book girlies Mm -hmm. which i think that a lot of people are either one or the other like i'm on a kindle facebook group and all of them are strictly kindle people 
They don't read oh. any physical books at all. And I don't know. I think that's interesting because I think that there's a time and place for both. Yeah. I love Kindle for reading in bed. Uh, me too. Because it's just easier. I can flip around. It's like holding your phone. You can flip around, dip around, mm-hmm. whatever. You can have the lights off. You can lay down, be in any position. Which, <laughs> being able to have the lights off when you share a room with somebody. Yeah. Is nice. Also, like, even when you're on vacation, on a plane, taking mm-hmm. Kindle's a lot smaller than taking, like, Crescent City. <laughs> yeah. So, I love, Sabrina doesn't, but I love collecting books. Like, I just love looking at them. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's part of why I like physical books. And also, I love going to Barnes & Noble yeah so could you pick a favorite if you had to kindle or physical right now i'm definitely in my kindle era like mm-hmm. i think i've to mention to you multiple times that i would rather have akatar on my kindle yeah because i like to be like in a cute position i don't want to be up and sitting whatever yeah. um but so kindle yeah i'd say my i'd prefer physical actually which i find funny that's interesting because i just think kindle I, a lot i think i enjoy the book a lot more if it's physical i also like the instant in, instantaneous aspect of a kindle True. like if i want to read a book i'm gonna go buy it and i'll read it yeah the whole yeah i don't have to wait as much but i do like in a physical book being able to like see how much like visually where mm-hmm. i am so being able to go back yeah see the map at the beginning instead of like just you can flip oh yeah instead of just akatar has a map at the beginning of it which i i'm sure would be in the kindle book it is, yes. But I just don't think it'd be the same. Because yeah. I can flip back and be like, these are the Imperial lands. Yeah. I don't know if it's because... I don't know if it's the artist in me or what. But I like... I, I feel like I can appreciate a book more if it's physical and I see the cover and, you know... Some yeah. of them have sprayed edges and stuff. I can appreciate that a lot more than just like... On Kindle, I feel like it's kind of fake. You know The first I mean? time that I... Well, the reason... Originally, my Kindle was only for books that were ugly, remember? yeah like i would buy a book if people were recommending it that were like heinously ugly yeah <laughs> on kindle because then i like don't care mm-hmm. i still do that but like you read iron flame and fourth wing on a kindle yeah i don't know why because i wish i did read it physical but i think i bought it on kindle first yeah because i thought i was gonna read it oh okay but one thing sense. about me is if i end up liking the kindle book and the cover's cute i will go buy it <laughs> yeah she'll buy it the book in every format, if possible. Yeah, even, so it's like forty dollars for one book, really. Yeah, and the audiobook. <laughs> yeah, but I use Libby for audiobooks, so it's oh, free. Oh, okay. I don't pay for audiobooks, but I do pay for physical books, and I try not to pay for Kindle books, but sometimes I do because I have Kindle Unlimited. Life so hack: easy to if spend you have two, books. if you have two adults on your Kindle plan, like Sabrina and I do. We can share our whole library. So Sabrina's like my spouse on my Amazon account. <laughs> and then like whatever book I buy, she can also have on her Kindle. So two people get to read it, which makes it half the price. Girl math. Girl math. Um, that's a hack. But I also think it depends on my mood. Like yeah. sometimes I'm like cozied up. Other mm-hmm. times I'm like scholarly. Scholarly. You want to put on your glasses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like I like to read at night. I like to read in the morning. Yeah. Sabrina doesn't take a book with her when she goes to bed. We try to just find funny. Yeah. I've tried. I've tried multiple different times of the day because there were moments where I think I was just in a weird slump and I wanted to get out of it. And I always found that in the morning, as soon as I wake up with my, instead of scrolling on Instagram, I just pick up my book. Um, I'm a big social media in the morning girl. And then when I get to my room every night, I shower at night as you should. 
and <laughs> I plug my phone in, take my shower. When I get back into bed, I don't pick my phone up again. I pick up my Kindle. Mm, yeah, I want to get there, but I can't do that. <laughs> it helps you fall asleep faster, people. Yeah. TikTok stimulates. That's true. Books calm. I don't know you? why I f- don't feel the need to scroll in the morning, but I do at night. It's weird. I love scrolling in the morning is when I feel like everything happened. I don't know. Because like I go to bed kind of early. Memes. Yeah, like I went to bed at 1030 last night. I went to bed at like 1230. You just laid in bed for two hours? Yeah. On TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I can't. What are your reading goals lately in the past? Whatever. Um, I didn't really have reading goals um, until you mentioned them and I got Goodreads. Goodreads is the interface is so clunky. It's tragic. Why can't they just but it do is it, it is fun. Yeah, it is. Um, you you had like a crazy goal of like twenty so I don't even know. But I put twelve like one book per year last year and I was able to stick with it. Although I struggled a little bit because I was in a weird slump at one point. And then this year, um, I decided to raise it by one. So this year my reading goal is thirteen. And thanks to my crazy feral Akatar marath- marathon, I'm three books ahead. <laughs> Whoa okay so 2021 i read 21 books so in 2022 i challenged myself to read 22 yeah um and i did i reached the goal then this year real school happened Mm -hmm. i'm in five classes i work part-time and i have an internship and i tried to do 23 books and i think it was around august i was like this is not gonna happen yeah so i decided to do 17 Mm -hmm. and it's much more manageable for me yeah I am two books behind, but also what I don't like about Goodreads is like right now I'm like 70% into one book and 40 into the other. So I will get, yeah. Yeah. Like you can easily. Yeah. 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 I just feel there. like I have to get there. Um, next year though, cause I'll be graduating. I'm a hundred percent going back up to 24. Oh, okay. You're a fast reader. I am a so fast it works reader for you. The problem with me is I have ADHD, so I'm a fast reader, but it takes me a while to get into it. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm in it, I'm right. I'm fine. I'm such a slow reader do you think that you're going to slow down your or make your goal more for next year or no um i think i will try to do 14 next year um i think it really does depend on my mood i'm such a big mood reader that if like i'm not into books for like three months so be it you know i wonder if instead of doing 24 i should start back at the 14 like the teens and do four, 20, 14 books in 2024 15 books in 2025 yeah, I think that'd be more manageable and less stressful. I don't know how I read 22 books last year. I guess you, when you were like nannying. I know, but when I look back at the books I read last year, not that great. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if you have like one of these goals and like it's helpful if you do it the right way, but like a lot of times it'll be more stressful than not. And like you're going to be reading terrible books. Like we read The Great Gatsby because that's a number, you know, that's a book. But I, I hated that book. It was really not good. Everything that everyone says about it, like, I, maybe we are reading different books. All of these books that people say are too deep, I learn to stray away from. I want something that's fun and entertaining and dramatic, not let's think about life. Not know? let's think about life. Well, just so everybody knows, the Good Choice, Goodreads Choice Awards are, are live. Romanticy, <laughs> fourth wings at the top, and you can vote for them if that's how you feel you would oh, like to spend your time. right now best fantasy i feel like akatar's miss is gone i think it's yeah i think when the next book comes out which i'm sure i will in the next like I five it was years done. no no if it, if she ends it with that book mm, 
we're all we're all storming her house immediately. I thought it was done. She is known for her cliffhangers. And Dude, every chapter at the end, I'm like, how am I supposed to just stop reading now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> insanity. And it carries on with her books. So, and there's a cliffhanger. I need, Buckle we up. need more. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us on our Reader Barbie journey. <laughs> um, we could talk about books all day. So if you have any other things you want to know, ask away, baby. Oh, yeah. We are, as you've noticed, we're very opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> we have an opinion on every book. Um, so Hot takes on every book. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe if this ever like goes anywhere, we could do like a Hey Friend podcast book club. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. With like a Discord or something. That'd be fun. So until next time. Thanks bye, friend. Thanks for hanging. Bye, friend. Bye. <laughs>